When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Oh, God, and welcome to another episode of Beyond Bushido. And welcome to, to another Rats episode of Beyond Bushido. And welcome to <laughs> another episode of Beyond Bushido. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hey, you want to do that again in all three peak, three-part <laughs> harmony? Let's go! Anyway. There we go. <laughs> yes, we had wonderful <laughs> Diego Maradona bringing us in for Latin Heritage Fucking Month. Maradona. <laughs> How much cocaine and booze? No, how listen, how do you, you sleep not love Maradona? How do you sleep through lines and lines of some of Colombia's finest <laughs> at a <laughs> soccer match? No fucking, nevertheless. Because <laughs> like, you're fucking not, Maradona, and that's how you Lamar, roll. You're the real Ric Flair. Soccer isn't exactly like a quiet, quiet golf sport, you know. No, no, it's not, not exactly especially known for their. Um, Lack of uh, flash bombs, yes. smoke grenades. No, yeah, you're talking about the ultra. Well, yeah, they're, the they're beauty, of, the beauty of Diego Maradona is he was the original Ric Flair. I don't care what nobody says. The guy was doing the fur coats and the Ferraris and forcing Italy's most fucking poor city to buy him as an athlete to play. You know, <laughs> back in like the seventies. Then you get past that. You look at the fact everywhere he went. He had a Ferrari. He had a fur coat. He had the expensive jewelry. He was partying his ass off. He always had the long flowing hair. And Maradona has never, ever let go of that partying lifestyle. And uh, that's why Maradona will always be El Kiko <laughs> to me. Oh, good God. Cheers, Renee. What are you drinking right there? A nice Hawaiian punch? Oh, <laughs> I'm drinking of the finest in French excellence. A Paul Masson. Mm -hmm. mm, so, the, you know, oh, the Germans fancy. are known for their fermentation. Mm -hmm. oh. And all of their things do a millennia. From the friars. Well, you have to put the cup in between the middle and ring finger, Renee. You have to it hold is it called in between the being middle and ring finger. Betwixt, sir. That's, that's if you want to warm up your beverage. I am not trying to have a room temperature beverage. Right. So, I'm trying to make. Minimal contact with the glass, actually. If I should be drinking, I should be oh. holding it from the elephant trunk, <laughs> aka the stem. Thank you for AKA reminding me. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so, everyone's favorite beer, Sauvignon, ladies and gentlemen. Renee. Yes. Smellier, sir. Smellier. This beer actually kind of smells like farts. <laughs> so, how's everyone's week been? Uh, I didn't kill anybody. Huh. Good. <laughs> um well let's see i'm in an apartment with ac no holes That's in the good. walls kids playing outside and uh today i did a nice little walk i found out i'm literally a 15 minute walk away from the all-state arena so that'll be easy if i have any things coming up in the near and present future as the french would call it and uh i realized i just have to walk through hell to get there because where I live, it's not that bad. But then you have to go under the bridge through Tent City. Then once you pass Tent City, you have to go to the uh, home shelter slash, you know, services for the homeless. And then once you walk past that, you have to walk past the Fulton County Courts. But once you pass all that, you're good. So when you go under the bridge, do you see Flea and all the rest of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, it's it's literally a tent city. It's literally a tent city of death. I got it. I will not acknowledge that, Jerry. The red hot chili, pe chili peppers suck. 
They are a faith no more and fishbone want to be. So, ladies and gentlemen, something else very important happened this week. Renee finally experimented. And not in the way that you folks would think. The other day, I get a message from Renee saying he ate a slice of pizza, toppings down. Oh, I would not have like admitted. So, Renee, like I, I told you just so you know. If you tell us more it, about it, please. It was the dumbest experience of my life. So, so what you're okay. saying is, is James, I voluntarily jumped into Slayer Mosh Pits. Uh, nice. Yeah, hold on, James. Should I, James? Should I tell Renee now? Yeah. Has this gone on long enough? Yes. <laughs> Renee, I don't eat pizza toppings down. I just well, really wanted to see how you would react to something like that, <laughs> and if you would try it, you psychopath. <laughs> hey, so now I know as, for future reference. You went as far as putting out a video of you doing it. I was like, all right, I guess this this pizza doesn't look stupid enough where it'll fall apart if I try it upside down. <laughs> yep. Ah, yes. Wait, you can't so, call me a psychopath when I've been calling you a psychopath over this same thing for months now. Well, no, it was thoroughly entertaining to me just to watch how insane it drove when I just made a random comment. And so I, I just had to play it out to see if you would actually try it. And the fact that you didn't video record it just so we could see you lose your mind, like what the fuck's the matter with this guy is what really broke my heart. Yeah, like that was going to happen. Don't go break in his heart. <laughs> yeah, like that was. Well, you hey, see, all you had to do is ask Lorenzo because I've, I've ate pizza with your brother. And wait, wait, hold on. Hold I've on, hold ate on. it normal. We understand. This is something you and I have an understanding on. It's communicating with my little brother is not something I volunteer for. So unless it's life or death, I don't, you know, you know, yeah. or his <laughs> birthday. I don't know. I love Lorenzo. We go to different fucking restaurants. You know, he just, he has his own way of doing things. He likes to go eat. Then he likes to go hibernate. And then he likes to go out for like one drink. And then he likes to go home and listen to fucking records. He's he's not that much of a he's, so he's, he's not a that much of a it's, outgoing. It's, he's not a it's peacock. Communicating with him is is just not one of <laughs> so, these. So 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 Renee, I see that wonderful shirt that you're wearing. Yes, this was provided to yeah. me by one of my lovely sponsors, uh, Chelly James Hernandez. Oh, that guy. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. He ha- he has a wonderful uh, website, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He's got a couple of them. Um, you can find him under tpublic.com. tpublic.com user backslash Joey James Artworks. Or, and, and, if you, and if you actually want to hear that properly with somebody with actual internet, uh, that is tpublic.com backslash user backslash Joey James Artworks with an X. Or the one I was going to say, which is, is just his line of. Uh, Rock shirt spinoffs. Uh, they are unmetal.bigcartel.com. Yes. So, guys, I have a little bit of a, of a special vi- uh, video tonight because, uh, you okay. know, you know, Pancrase, uh, it, it's, it's had a good run. We've had a lot of episodes out of it, but uh, we, we kind of went past the uh, point of no return and, and we, we went past the 2000s with it. And, uh, I think tonight's a good time to start Pride. How about it? Let's go back. I think we, I, I agree with you. I think we should start Pride tonight. 
Yes. But before we do that, James. Oh, God. We had a request. We had a request, and I sent it to you. Yes, he did. Because I was asked to watch this once. Apparently, because I I made the mistake. I I started a TikTok account. Yes, you did. And there's (laughs) this girl named Jojo. Jojo Siwa, I think is her last name. Yes. S-I-W-A. Yes. Apparently, she's very popular with the young girls. And I see her gimmick, and she seems swift, and she's doing it right. She does the whole face paint and everything and glittery stuff. And her house literally looks like fucking Candyland. Yes. That's a nice way to put it. So I'm like, oh, I go with this girl. But then I saw a clip from when she was on a show that I never, ever watched in my life called Dance Moms. Yes. Was that the name of the show? Okay. Yes, yes, it's uh, one of, those, one of my wife's clip. favorite shows. Yes, see this clip of this fucking bitch that I really couldn't fucking stand, just yelling and screaming at this girl, and then I find out that she went to jail, and then she had cancer, and all this other bullshit, and then they said, "Hey, if you thought that p- pissed you off, you and your friend should really sit back and watch this compilation." So I haven't watched it, and. I'd like to think me, James, and Renee are all halfway decent human beings as far as, whoa, you know, whoa, speak you don't yourself. fuck with kids. I'm a fucking scumbag. Take it easy. Yeah, we, we, we don't fuck with kids, but yes. Um, so I'm going to preference this with um, I had to watch almost all of this, see, this show because my wife, uh, because my wife was a former dancer before her accident. And thus, she loves lyrical dancing. And some of the performances these children do are amazing. So I have to preference this that I've actually Yeah, but you watched. see, the thing that drove me nuts, I, I got to say this because I don't think this clip is on there. And even if it is, I got to give you guys an understanding. This girl is 10 years old, and the fucking bitch wanted her to watch Carrie to get an understanding of the dance routine she was making her fucking do. Yeah, you don't make a ten-year-old girl who literally looks like she fucking eats fucking uh, the fucking uh, peppermint fucking fucking every day of her life with ice cream, and you make her watch fucking Carrie. What's the matter with you? They did one about children suicides and children trafficking. They're ten years old. They've they've done a lot of stuff that's weird. Okay, so th- she treats them a little right, differently. However, this. yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna let you guys watch this, and um, yeah, we're gonna enjoy this. This we do not own okay, the rights I to this. We uh, we do not TL- we do not own the TLC rights. So if this gets in trouble with us, blame EA. And the mothers deserve an ass kicking too. Just for letting this fucking bitch talk to her, their kids like that. Holy shit. What a fucking cunt. Do. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. Holy shit. Bro, how the fuck was that on television? And fucking, how the fuck did she walk out of prison without like fucking a broomstick shoved up every fucking hole, including her ears? Holy shit. Fuck. That's fucking ridiculous. Renee, yeah, I, I, I have no tolerance for that culture nor that television show or that yes. style of television show in the first place. Like, 
I would be really remiss if I don't go out of my way to say, I hope we never watch something like that on this program again. Yeah, I agree. I uh, as, agree. As, as shitty as of a bitch she is, I'm glad, you know, she did her jail time or whatever the fuck. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's now like a public thing. I'm hoping it, it affects her business, which I doubt. Oh, she doesn't have a business anymore. No, she's like, is she still locked up? No, no, no. She just doesn't bitch. have a business anymore. That whole business got shut down. Good. Bitch. Well, yeah, but I just, but you know, people like that, they they still always bitch. find she ways to make money off of their celebrity, life. which yeah. I hate. You know, it, it really sucks. You know? It does. It is. It's sad, and it's um. <coughs> it, it it drove me more nuts that the parents allowed this to happen because. "Quote unquote," she was a she got the best out of these teachers well, because uh, yeah, all of I her mean, students would go on to Broadway like, and stuff uh, like that. Like EA said earlier, one of those kids is probably one of the fucking top kids on fucking TikTok. She's the top kid, like, yeah, yeah, and, and like you know, fucking, I get it. There's no, she's she's on on YouTube, TikTok. She's on major TV. She has her own clothing line and fucking Target. Oh, yeah. So there's the she's whole, got her own whole, action figures and toys and everything. But none of that came from her dancing. It came from her singing. Well, there's yes. a whole lane for that. That's one. just and I fucking I, oh, yeah. well, fuck it. All I mean, right, so palate cleanser time for their dance. Fuck it. We're gonna you're gonna do it. Oh, I want to fucking yeah, crucify for, that like, fat fuck. All right, all right, EA, 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 EA. Calm down, man. Calm down. Calm down. Take a breath. Take a breath. But yes, so she fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we're gonna get to the fighting. Can we get to the fighting? You ready, Yo, you ready for the I, was, I swear to God, I said this on Facebook. I'm gonna leave it at this. I put this on Facebook. If anyone wants to learn okay. how to sever a cervical cord, so this woman is forced to sit on the fucking ground and accept asking that comes her fucking way, come see me. I will teach you for to get this fucking fat cunt bitch. And EA's gone for the minute. <laughs> so, uh, are we going into into the Pride? Yes, we're going okay, straight um, into Pride what, 1. This is Pride 1. What year is this, James? 1997. Okay, so it's like overlaps a little bit. I think we this were is, like in the early overlapping. 2000s. We were like yes. 2001 last week, I think it was, right? Yeah, we were in 2001. This is the Tokyo Dome in 1997. Nice. Now, this is, is going to tie into the UWFI because... Nobihiko Takada is in the main event. Nah, Takada was the champion of the UWFI. Yes. And he's and one of the guys who started Pride Fighting. He's one of the main guys. This is Pride 1. Yeah. Yes. Now, James yes. has asked a very he... important question. Yes. Um, are we going to show the opening ceremonies? Absolutely. Oh, nice. Of course I. Am. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm not going to show the freak. I mean, I'm going to. Sh- I'm not going to show the 30 minute chemo yeah. versus Dan Severn fight. I'm going to show about five minutes of that. You know, I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna trim some of the show yeah. off there. It's not the longest show, but I'm not gonna. We're not gonna sit through a half an hour of chemo versus versus Dan Severn. I'm just not gonna subjugate you guys to that, that torture. That match stunk. That did. It stunk on ice. That stunk on ice. Yes, poor Wada, but. Let's get into this because this is my favorite stuff. This is why you started this. Yes. Yes. This is why I started this. 
what he wants. Case closed. <laughs> this is they, they took this straight from the DVDs too. They were. Oh God! It is a DVD oh. cut. Jeez. It is the it's the straight DVD Crazy. cut. <laughs> By the way, just so you see how over this was, kid, what do you guys get what the gate was? What the house? Uh, let's see. I've got Sure Dog up right now. Um, it doesn't give me a gate. No, no, no. Don't um, check sure, dog. I'm asking you to guess. I want you to estimate what the attendance was. Uh, well, the Tokyo Dome is quite large, so I'm going to say... 90,000. Uh, 100,000? 90,000 people can fit in the Tokyo Dome. No, sir. It, Tokyo Dome can fit 99,000 people for a wrestling show, but for... I, I'll, I'll leave it at this. It was a huge number for its time because nothing sold out the Tokyo Dome except for Wrestle Kingdom. Who's this the sudden up here? Okay. This is uh, uh, the first uh, fight is John Dixon Marikami. versus Murakami. Yeah. And we got to get the sunglasses yeah, down. Murakami here. versus John Dixon. Number one. Look around, Steven. Isn't this amazing? And who is the announcer? Parade of Champions. They went. They went straight into El it. Yes, our announcers tonight are Stephen Quatros and El Wapo. So you get the freaking creepiest motherfucker ever and El Wapo. Look, now look who Mister. I did not freaking do one minute of weight cutting for this fight, Jesus. Mister, I'm I'm wearing a t-shirt with cut off sleeves to Pride One. What the fuck yeah. is wrong yes. with you, bro? He looks Why like somebody who he looks like somebody on Coney Island right now. Are you kidding me? I know 17 dudes like that. Name Marquis <laughs> from the Bronx, bro. I went to fucking high school with five of them. I promise you. <laughs> that oh, dude boy. looks like he smells like fortune this is... making flat boxing in a fucking elevator. <laughs> yes. This is going to go very, very quickly. Slob. Oh, my God. He's going to get... He is wearing he is wearing and one shorts with yes. a sleeveless <laughs> cut-off shirt that yep. he created. Oh, yep. Yep. He's, but he's got a takedown. Wait, he knew, he knew that like he's going to... Okay, he's, he's got some... He's not going to be able to kick, keep taking those fucking kicks to the ribs. That's why he took him down. That's all he has is his weight, and he knows he's going to get fucked up up top. He... He he's obviously has a, a freestyle Greco-Roman wrestling background, and that's why he's here. He's obviously not in the shape he once was. But uh, Christ. Ugh, are you saying he wasn't as good as he once was? This, this is the fucking this this is I, a fucking marine, a marine who had like a a fucking back injury, so he put on a bunch of weight. And <laughs> just like this is what he went back to after oh, he healed boy. up. This is this is what happens when you well, when you I'll, don't PT you and you PT no Call of Duty and chips. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much: uh, there's not even a Wikipedia page for Mr. John Dixon, so that tells you his yeah, career was, was kind of a one might and have been done. A one and done here, yeah, yeah. yeah he has no punching. What's this? Is the, the baby blue? <laughs> yes. 
Boom! Oh, no, he just flipped like a oh, fucking flapjack yes. on a Sunday morning. Yes. Holy shit. Give me that arm. Shit. Give me that arm. Yo, he just Give me that arm. Him. Yes. Yo. <laughs> he just, just hip-tossed a guy that looks like EA, James, and I all pushed together into one person. That's a big boy. <laughs> That's a big man. I have more chest development than him. Hey, I'm hey, saying my, threw my, him my like he was a toy. Yeah, no, my lack of chest of my lack of chest development is what brings us down. That's what I'm saying. Balances out. <laughs> that was uh, amazing. Oh, more, and uh, yes, the pride gigantic fucking Jesus. trophies. I love them. Yeah. Oh. Well, you got to remember that Murakami is also a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wrestled for New Japan Pro Wrestling Zero One. Um, I believe he was one of the crossovers when Anoki started Bumbaye. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, he, he joined over when uh, Anoki started uh, UFO. Hold on, hold on. I got to see this. UFAO. Perfect hip toss. I know, I know. you love Ogawa. That was great. Oh. He was Dude. like, yo, yo, yo you see that belly? This, you want to come in here fat? Oh, here's your fat. Here's your fucking fat. Give me that arm. Oh, <laughs> and, 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 and the next fight's going to be even better. Look at this banger. Look at this banger, EA. Oh, boy. Gary oh, Goodrich see this? versus Oleg yes. Takteroff. Listen, oh, I love me some Oleg Takteroff. Everybody knows that. The thing I hate is that this is when Gary Goodridge was still kind of good, even though he was never really that good. And Oleg Tokhtarev was already in Hollywood doing, what was that movie he did with De Niro, Seven Seconds or whatever? Yeah. Which he was tremendous in. Yes. And, so uh, yeah, so this is this is Oleg getting a paycheck. So the end of, towards the end of, like, or wherever, like, UFC picked up. What When did UFC start? You know what year? So, speaking of that, we're going to watch next week, and this is going to be special, we were watching UFC Ultimate Japan, which was like UFC Seven, which was in ninety, which which was which was in ninety seven December time. This is October, and then the UFC turns around and goes to Yokohama and does a UFC right. event. I was going to say, I remember around this time. It's around the same time UFC started, and yes. like because the person who introduced well, no, me, UFC started in ninety three. Okay. But they had different they had they, they, so they didn't do Oleg, events. This is Oleg talk tear off towards the the end of his towards the end of his Sorry. MMA career. Because you gotta remember Oleg was in Battle Arts and he was in UFC. So like Oleg's MMA career really started like around 92, 93. And uh, by the time he was, got to UFC, he was an older fighter. What I was trying to get at was that um this around here was around the time when I was started to get introduced to MMA because I feel like it was about a year or two after yeah. five one. Yeah, that my big brother introduced me to fucking. So 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 you started when like uh, Igor Volchenchen and everybody started picking up steam. I was I was eleven twelve, so I barely remember. Maybe thirteen. But like uh, I just definitely remember like UFC one on VHS in my house. And probably two or three or whatever the fuck, like you know, my brother always having that shit and like making me watch that shit. But like, my brother was <laughs> a savage from the from Harlem. He's got like yes. nineteen kids with like twenty four different women. 
Yeah. UFC originally was Ooh. a quarterly Ooh. event. Oof. Yeah. See, yeah, Oleg yeah. still got hands, That's but like I, I said, you can tell he wasn't training as hard as he used to. When, like back oh. in the day when everybody would have the VHSs on the wall. Like, yes. Like, if you ever saw someone had a UFC, you were like, yes. we need to watch that. We're watching we that, watch that now. Yeah, or, or a Pride one. Yes. says something, Pride UFC. Yes. Fucking, oh, my God. Can we watch that? Can we watch, I don't think I've seen that one. Can we watch that? <laughs> yes. But, but, yeah, but the problem is this See, is when Jerry Goodwin love... still had that power. Oh, He had yeah. massive power. See, what I loved, actually, was... I used to get those old NHB Brazil tournament tapes, the Valley Tudo tournaments. Oh. That, that literally looked like they were in the middle of a fucking pit where like were. everybody was a killer. You had fucking Petro Hizo. You had fucking, uh, what's his name before his fucking chin exploded on him? Uh, the Russian dude. Oh. The one um, so Orlovsky, Andre Orlovsky. Andre Orlovsky. You had Vidor. You had Vanderlei Silva in there. You had a bunch of guys in that Valley Tudo Association. Yeah. Were there Gracies in the first UFCs? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm just. Yes. Yes. That's was you'll actually. The, first three. the main event is is uh, Hicks and Gracie tonight. Nice. Yeah. So I, you get I, another Gracie. Yes. That was you get my the best Gracie. Family that like that was the first name. No, you I get two. Remember in MMA. You do. I was. I was saving Henzo for later. Well, the thing was, everybody forgets. The UFC was started by the Gracie family. The UFC was... Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh! Oh, Pride. That's right. Pride won. Pride won. What's going on here? Oh, yeah. That's right. Pride won. Oh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Poor old... This is Pride. There are no rules, sir. This is Pride! Yes. We're being men here. Oh, Oleg is definitely pride allowed head moment. kicks, knees, oh, elbows, yeah, everything. Dude, that was a knee to the temple. Oh my god! Yeah, is that a straight kick to the face? Yeah, yes. Mm, Remember, yes. all legal here. Welcome CTE. to pride. Okay, yes. Welcome. No elbows, though. No elbows. Those Hello. are bad. However. <laughs> All the knees to the face because you take know, somebody, take somebody in the mouth while they're down. No problem. No problem. Don't, don't you dare throw that elbow. I swear you don't. throw that elbow. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, the elbow, which is no, no, no. Not I, thought the the yeah. I thought the elbow rule. I thought the elbow rule was only for the United States show. No, that was a that was a pride rule from the beginning, dude. Oh, okay. You Remember see, we UFC? Didn't get those nice little instructional videos in the beginning. I know, miss the UWFI instructional videos. <laughs> I miss those shows. I miss that so much. Look how big they're in the fucking yeah. dome here, kids. Dude, it's like giant. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Bro, ninety nine thousand people fit in that in that stadium. Solid wall right there. Oh, and Oleg's yeah. not having a good time at the moment. Sorry, I must correct my. my yeah, but like my, saying well, before, no. Renee, um, Helio Gracie, not Helio. Which one was it that started um, UFC? Are you talking about, are you talking about Horian? Horian started it. Horian Gracie was one of the founders of the UFC with some businessmen, and the idea was it was supposed to be a commercial for Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. That's why Hoist won the first three tournaments. 
that's why they had pro wrestlers involved in it. You see Ken Shamrock in the earlier days. That's why you see fucking uh, Patrick Smith. Oh, oh shit. Crumpled. Is he still face down? Oh, yes. That's no. a yeah. Oh, fuck. That's disrespectful. Yes. That was so disrespectful. How are you going to make his... Are you gonna zoom in on him like that? Yo, my man was—he is—he is Pinocchio dead <laughs> at the moment. Yo, that was so disrespectful. <laughs> he broke I his still... ankle celebrating. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he was like Charlie Brown. Yeah, Gary Goodrich literally just broke his ankle celebrating. Yeah, oh, legitimately breaks his ankle celebrating this this knockout. Good. It's, ne- it's never the same oh, after this. Come on. Boom. Boom. Oh, what? Why? Two two unnecessary shots. And then. What a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, James, he was, do you he, know who that ref is? Uh, that is uh, Wada, sir. That's Wada. Yes, it is no, Wada. He, oh, that's <laughs> where they invented the. Wait, wait. That's where they invented the plank? Yes. Yes. Oleg took care of plank inventor. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, right. That's it. Confirmed. <laughs> on video. On video. <laughs> by, 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 the way, by the way, Renee, I was very disappointed in you that I did not get a 10-4 on 10-4. I didn't hear it. You didn't you didn't you didn't know that it was that was it was October 4th? It was a big Texas size 10-4 day. No. No. All right. So my joke fell right on its ass. Awesome. <laughs> Airball, James. Yeah, Renee told the better. Renee told the better joke by talking about how planking was invented by that knockout. Case closed. I, yeah. I wish it wasn't oh, so sorry. fucking awkward, but yeah, yeah, that was awkward. Sorry, hey. that was. Yep. You guys are mad <laughs> because I have the judge's gavel, and it's mad, and you're both mad at it. Yo, do you understand that if you're gonna push this thing, then I'm gonna get the most ridiculous judge gavel I can ever find. I can't wait for this. Keep looking, the, the, Keep looking sir. The, por- the the Puerto Rican challenges have began. If you uh, knew the story, oh, Rican Dutch if oh. you knew the story behind this so, one, Renee, oh. I need you to talk about Akira Soji <laughs> and then talk about and then talk about your third father. All right. What? 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 Oh, oh, oh! He, he he got trained under Henzo for a minute. <laughs> so explain to everybody Akira yeah, Soji. Renee. <laughs> You Ladies and gentlemen, Akira yeah. Soji, Mr. Pride. Oh, my bad. The reason he's called uh, the reason he is called Mr. Pride is because Akira Soji fought on Pride card ever. Nothing stopped Mr. Pride from ever missing a fucking Pride fighting tournament match. Whether he won or lost, he will always be there. On top of that, Everyone needs to remember the greatness that is Akira Soji because of his time with the great Dream Stage Pro Wrestling, Dream Stage Entertainment, which owned Pride, their professional wrestling show, where he was a member of Monster for Hasuru. Uh, on top of that, uh, yes, he was second in command. <laughs> I love Akira Soji so much. Uh, he then went on to do Smash. Yes. Uh, he then went on to do uh, Smash, which was what came after Hustle, uh, which Tajiri started. 
He was a producer. Uh, he had friends with people like Uncle Suzuki, Yago, oh. and Ken Nanhoon. Uh, but around 2011, he quit. Um, he doesn't have the most impressive mixed martial arts record with a record no, no, of 14 really wins and 17 losses. But, but he was there for every single one of them. This five foot eight, this five foot eight man of nothing but heart was on every Pride show. So, and and then of course fighting. we have everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite Long Island redneck from Brazil, Henzo Gracie. Henzo Gracie, of course, everyone's favorite one, the Mean Gracie. He is called the Mean Gracie because he loves his Johnny Cash, he loves his dip. He loves his American women and his Coors Light, and he will fight the fucking world, even though he's probably the smallest of all the Gracies. Um, He has a great movie made made about him. When my big brother trained me, he was like, this is the way Henzo would train you. I'm like, you're not fucking Henzo. Get off my ass. It's like, punch harder, punch faster, punch harder, faster, (laughs) faster, faster. I'm like... I'm 11. I'm 11. If you're going to hit, you got to hit like you want to hit. If you want to hit, you got to hit like you want to hit. Yeah, this again. Pua, this why is- you do it like that? No, 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 Pua. I'm, doing I'm going to call you Sue. Brother. I'm going to make Sue. you tough, and I'm going to call you Sue like Johnny Cash, father. Like, my brother wanted me to channel. That's exactly how I have done you. My brother wanted me to channel an anger in me that I didn't have yet. <laughs> I was 12. Like, <laughs> let me get through my teenage years and I might get angry. It was like, <laughs> no, no, no. He wanted you hangry. He wanted you hangry now. Like, this is, uh, and also, so people know, this yes. is um, my, my adopted brother. He's not my, my blood brother. This is my, someone my mom took in literally almost off the street. Um, and, and my mom's a politician. So I was raised. So soft, so soft, super soft. <laughs> and, well, uh, you have to understand with 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 Henzo. Henzo is a delight. He is a treat of a human being. Henzo runs uh, the number one Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school in uh, Long Island, New York, and now he has the Manhattan location because he just let he let Matt Sarah run the uh, Long Island location for the longest time, but now. Uh, one of the other black belts. I forgot his name. The one that uh, wound up with that great knockout on the first season of Ultimate Fighter in the finale where he took the oh. fucking liver shot. Kid came running oh, up, Dago. and he fucking knocked him out. Drago. Well, he now runs Drago. to Long Island. Drago. Drago. Yeah. No, it's – no, it's – yeah, Dra- Pete Drago. Yeah, Pete Drago. Yeah, Pete Drago. He yeah. now Really? Uh, are they using – Oh, boy. Is this over already? Hold on. No. no. There's, there's the repositioning. Yes. Thing. Yes. So, yes, I forgot about the repositioning. So, so Pride, Pride had a little different situation with the ropes. It's called a repositioning, and they will start you right back in the middle of the damn ring if you get in the rope. So there are rope breaks, but there are no rope breaks. That's crazy. (laughs) They're like, if it gets too, yo, that was (laughs) like, hold, don't let go, freeze. (laughs) Drag your ass back in there. Yes, Renee just happy saw boy. something that made him very, very happy. <laughs> so never again will there be a rope break. Jesus, thank so, you. So like a month or two without the rope breaks. You're you're gonna get at least two weeks of it. Um now Henzo is a very interesting human being in his gym. There is only two pictures in the entire place. This is like WWE yes. where they're like they're like yes. 
here we go again. Here we go again. Ah, uh, now so, we got a break. Now we got. So a there's. Oh, oh, no, he Inoki figured the he hit No, you see, he did that thinking. I know he's pissed, pissed off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go back to my story. Enzo has two pictures in his entire gym. One of his father. Name him. Helio Gracie, and uh-huh. the other one is with Kazushi Sakuraba when he broke Henzo's arm in a, in, a, in a key lock. Nice. Those are the two. Yes. That's it. Because freaking, because Henzo never tapped. Henzo never tapped, and he said he'd rather have Sakuraba take the arm than lose. He said, how could he tap? And he did not. He let it break. He let he let the son of a bitch break because he's not a bitch not named tap? Sue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard literally that. asked one time, why do you have that picture up? But because why, 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 why not? He didn't beat me. He the referee stopped fight because I break arm. I know tap. So he the toughest son of a bitch ever. He break my arm, but I know tap. To me, it's a draw. <laughs> That's literally Enzo's fucking ruling. That's his ruling on it, so yeah. Hendo versus Kasaraba. Kasushi Sakuraba was a draw. Case closed. Henzo still does. Henzo lives in Manhattan. Henzo lives and runs a school out of Manhattan. So we we need to fucking do like an episode there, see if we can get some of his time. Oh, he would. Uh, you, you, we would die. I, I've, I've I mean, already, is, I've already kind of, spoke to him. No, I mean, I've already spoke to hour. him. See if we can get forty-five minutes an hour. Make it real short. Make sure we have some like scripted questions. You know, like fucking. Make sure we get it in that we don't waste time. I think Trust me, you don't want to have questions because he's going to change the conversation twelve times. Well, okay, you want to have five points. You want to try to hit. <laughs> if we get two, we get two. We're yes. good. Listen, I, listen, I've interviewed Odorous Arungus in yes. Guar. So I understand Rest in peace. how to yes. fucking interview a maniac, all right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. knowing, uh, so, knowing the one Gracie I've met. <laughs> so my experience with the Gracies is, yeah, um, that's a special breed of human. And they're, they're interesting. <laughs> They're fun as hell to party with. James, you don't want to cross them. <laughs> James, should I tell everybody the story of Tilt that one night when the UFC came to Charlotte and it was Henzo and a bunch of his teammates <laughs> and the Charlotte Rugby Club, which is pretty much the South African all-stars of the rugby team that had just freshly retired at the young age of 24 and 26? <laughs> so. Proceed. <laughs> At the time, I was actually uh, a member of the Charlotte Rugby Club. I wasn't supposed to be because of contracts, so I was a workout partner on the Charlotte Rugby Club. So there was this one bar we used to all go to called Tilt, and uh, one of the members who was a part of the old boys team, Ant, was the owner of Tilt at the time. So after every game, the boys would come there. Well, it's the Friday night before the UFC fight night, which was that Saturday in Charlotte. I go there. I run into Henzo. I take a picture with him, and we're all joking and laughing. He sees Stefan Struve. He immediately goes, you're too tall to fight. You're going to get knocked out by the big fuck with the fucking mutt. He wrestles bears and deers. 
He doesn't even beat them with a gun. He just fights them. And, you know, we're all just like, Jesus Christ. Okay, Henzo. Henzo and the team decide to come out drinking with us a tilt. And everything's going great. And, the, and they're drinking and they're dancing with the girls. And fucking Henzo grabbed the DJ uh, auxiliary cord and went, yeah, we got to play this. It'll be good. So they're all fucking dancing with the girls and shit. And they're having fun. And the rugby club comes in. And the rugby club, they're all great guys. It's literally retired members of the South African Rugby World Cup team, the Samoan World Rugby World Cup team, and two of the Tongan World Cup team members are in town because they're visiting their uncle, Barbarian. So Barb's like, oh, my nephews, they come out. They want to have a good time. Why don't you go ahead and show them good time? Good, good time. It's like, okay, Barb, for you, no problem. Well, the night's progressing, and I start talking to this cute little uh, Japanese girl that was actually visiting the United States. It was like three of them they were visiting, and so we're talking outside, and we're laughing and joking. And one of the younger guys in Henzo's group decides he's going to dance with a guy who, I kid you not, this Samoan kid's name is Threat. That is his name, Threat, T-H-R-E, like Threatening threat is his birth name it's on his id he is a crazy little man who had just got out of the marine corps uh he was bdus and all that shit um maniac and apparently i hear henzo go boss if you're going to win win big and i go oh fuck and i run <laughs> back in the bar now mind you Everyone's a goddamn refrigerator compared to me. I bust through of this fucking rugby club line. I'm in the middle of the floor. Right? Wait, 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 wait. I immediately look at, at Braggs, the bartender. I say, Braggs, I need 15 shots of fucking fireball right fucking now. Put some goddamn Johnny Cash on. Because what, what nobody knew... I mean, they all knew the rugby club club loved fucking Johnny Cash, but they didn't know how much Henzo Gracie loved Johnny Cash. <clears throat> they line up the shots. Uh, the Johnny Cash gets on the jukebox. It was uh, the man in black. Oh, no, not that one. I hear the train. I mean, Folsom Plism Bruise starts playing, and fucking all of a sudden, they're all fucking arm in arm singing and dancing and having the fucking time of their lives. Ant comes up to me. The owner, Ant, comes up to me because he knows who Henzo Gracie is and he knows all the rugby club guys. He immediately drops 200 bucks in my hands and says, Bugger, you keep eating these fucking monsters' drinks until they all decide to fucking leave and make sure nothing happens. Because he knew that if the shit went down, <laughs> there's no stopping it. You have seven of the most deadly fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighters out of New York City in the same building with fucking Tongans, Samoans, and fucking South African fucking maniacs. It's not going to end well yeah. for no one. Yeah. It's going to be a chainsaw bloodbath. And you got to be a So I go, I got a better idea. Yeah, you're right. So I said, yeah, so I said, Ant, I got a better idea. Threat has never been to a strip club. He's like, no way, Baga. And it was a conversation I had with Threat because Threat, for as beautiful of a fucking Samoan man as he was with the long flowing hair and everything, at the age of 25 years old, 
he was such a religious person, he never lost his virginity. He was still a virgin, and he'd never been to a strip club. I so I said so I go. I joined the military. It was it was yeah. I was probably like true story. Yeah, but you also weren't. I weren't dealing with this. You were you were not a virgin at twenty five years old. No. You were not a virgin. Maybe I was. exactly. Threat was a virgin. Anyway, you're telling me a dude named okay, Threat was a virgin okay. was a virgin at twenty five? <laughs> no, I wasn't. But still, Jesus Christ, that yeah. is that is I don't so. Know. Like so, you, should get name, you should get laid off your name alone. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So oh, no, the- trust me. Everybody want him, but he would go, it's against, brother, it's against Christ. I will not go against Christ. You know, he would just say it like that every time. So I said, threat, I got a treat for you, and it's not against Christ. He was like, what? We're going to take you to the, to the church. He's like, what's the church? So I grabbed Anthony and a few of the other guys, and I put them all in the fucking cab. They go to fucking uh, the Charlotte Gentleman's Club. Yeah. No, it's called uh, Charlotte Gentleman's Club. It's a legitimate name. Uh, Yes. He he took took him to the nice one. He didn't take me to the freaking shit ones he did. Oh, Leather and Lace. (laughs) Yeah, I took you to Leather and Lace. (laughs) (laughs) That was delightful. (laughs) Hey, that's where fucking Roddy always was. That's the one where they have the fucking gambling machine. So we were able to go there and gamble. Yes. And also the... the that was the, back when the, the Blackjack were... uh, electronic games were legal. Oh, well, but EA, who's the referee? I'm not telling that part of the story. Red shoes. <laughs> yes. So we send Threat there. And so Threat stays there all night. Little did I know how quickly Threat would self-destruct. Because uh, after that moment, old threat lost his virginity that night to one of the nice ladies there that thought he was just gorgeous and wanted to take him home. Uh, she said that she was too tired to drive, so threat drove her home. And uh, I had to hide out from Charlotte for a couple of days. James, if you remember, that's around the same time I made that magic little trip up to uh, Knoxville to hang out with a certain uh, female. And I had you come pick me up. Yes. It's because Threat was in town for three more days and Threat was blaming me for what happened. So I had to get out of Charlotte or face the wrath of an angry Christian Samoan that just lost his virginity. And so uh, hey. I ran away to Knoxville for three days and luckily... <laughs> what? So wait, luckily, he was, mad, did, was he mad that he lost his, his virginity? Infuriated to no end. Like... He called me screaming in fucking Samoan. There was no English to be used in that conversation. He was so angry. He was yelling and screaming in Samoan. He passed the phone over to his brother, and his brother was like, yeah, no, he's just mad, you know, because uh, he was saving himself for the perfect woman. And I was like, well, she looked pretty damn perfect to me. And then all of a sudden I hear, Wah! and like <laughs> I'm picturing. Was he like, it, is it? That he just got so blackout drunk and things happened? or No, the thing is, once you, once you start the, these, these Samoans and these Toms and they start drinking, you can't calm them down. You can't slow them down. There are stories of the barbarian drinking where it took like, fucking 15 how, police officers at a fucking paddy wagon 
he's blaming you because he couldn't resist hooking up with a hot hot chick. The yes. yes, because he was saving himself for his lord. These are very religious people, Renee. It sounds like a him problem, not a you problem. <laughs> well, you know what, yes, Renee? But- yeah, it is a me problem. You know, the day he shows up at my door. <laughs> have you ever had to fight a Samoan? Ever? Do a variety of damage. Closest thing you're gonna is, have a uh, better. Fu- a you're gonna have a more fun time. Closest thing was a Dominican the size of no, coffee. Nowhere near. No, no, nowhere no, no, near no, the no, same no, thing. no, no, not even close. No, no, nowhere near. No, nope. not even close. To to give you an understanding, what it's like to fight a Samoan or a fucking Tongan, just one of those terrifying any, any Polynesian beings. Any Polynesian. Yeah, any Polynesian, any Polynesian, any any you know, the kind Hawaiians of jungle, are a little any soft. kind of jungle Asian. Gotcha. Yeah, sure. No, no, no. Specifically, Samoans and Tongans. Just so you understand, there is an infamous story, and it's a real story. The cops had to hold Haku by his arms and smack him in the head with a billy cub fifteen times before they could knock him out, and they broke the billy club over his head. He did not have a concussion or a lump on him. Jesus. He, the he barbarian literally... fought 15 police officers, fought 15 police officers to the point where they had to kind of fucking wrangle him into the fucking uh, the back of a police van, and then once they put him in the holding cell, he said, you want to treat Bob like criminal? I show you what I do to criminals. And he proceeded to beat up everyone in the holding cell with them to where they were screaming for their lives. So Jake the Snake has has long- has very has yeah. very is very politely Jake the Snake has politely said if he was in a tank with a gun and and Ming was on the other side of the tank, he would jump out of the tank and shoot himself so he because he didn't want to fucking miss and make that man angry. Ming has yes. torn incisors out of people's faces, noses off of people's faces, eyeballs, and infamous eyeballs. There was eyeball. Um, anytime someone wanted to try, the the Polynesians were ready to um, defend the honor of professional wrestling. <laughs> when Johnny was doing the super medic gimmick in Puerto Rico and Haku and with Jose Estrada and Haku as the three super medics. Uh, Barbarian was down there too, as uh, Tonga Pete, uh, Tonga John. They did a show and they were flown over to do a show in Miami. And afterwards it's Johnny, it's Jose, it's Haku and it's the Barbarian. They're all sitting at a table. And this is back when Haku had the really big Afro and he was a darker because he'd been in Puerto Rico all this time. And he heard these guys saying, call, you know, like under their breath, muttering how that they're, they're N words, they're this, they're that. And they went into the bathroom and Haku said, I'll be back in a minute. They were like, you want us to go? He's like, no, no, it's fine. Haku goes in the bathroom. 45 seconds later, he's back. He says, we got to leave. The cops are there. The bathroom is covered in blood. It looks like a murder scene. And it took four or five seconds. Barbarian has co-signed that story and said the same amount of time. Johnny co-signed that story and said that same amount of time. 
Jose Estrada fucking co-signed that story and said that same amount of time. These are horrifying monsters that live among us in this world. <laughs> I will not fight them. I will I'm gladly gonna, fucking... Gonna co-sign that I, I, you remember like uh, the Killdozer where the guy fucking... Yeah. Do you remember the Killdozer? The dude who took over that bulldozer and put guns in it and cemented himself in everything? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to hop out. I'm just going to fucking kill myself inside of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to shoot myself inside of it then fight fucking any of these fucking monsters. They're big, they're powerful, and they're surprisingly athletic for their size. I wrestled Definitely. Barbarian one time. One of the times I wrestled Barbarian, he takes me out the ring and he's chopping me the whole fucking time. And if you've ever seen Barbarian's hands... They, they're literally the size of my fucking nest. And then he's hit me with the chair and he's hit me with the garbage can. And James could tell you I have a little bit of a temper on me. So I no. finally kicked the fuck out of him in the stomach. I pick up that garbage can. It literally touched my ass cheeks. That's how far back I round with it and smashed it down on his head trying to hope to break his the, fucking neck. The aluminum version. And Barb just went... No, no, this was the metal fucking one that was in the club. It was a metal fucking garbage can. It was not the aluminum one. It was the metal one that was inside the club. And he just uh, goes... Just, just, just a little side note. Just, good, just to add, good. I can add to this because um, I haven't been able to say a word for 24 minutes. Um, Lorenzo's Sorry. brother once threw a steel drum at me. What like steel the, drum? Like, Why were you like, in Jamaica? You know, like the, the metal? No, like it's because we're in the Bronx. Remember? That's where we're from. Those are like the yeah. average garbage cans on the corners in New York City. We're, we're, we're oh, I thought you meant like a, like a steel drum. No, no, like yeah, no, like the diecast corner ones. Yeah, the garbage cans that like the diecast metal fucking, ones that are mesh. Yeah, the ones that they, yeah. they make into fucking barbecues now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yes. The wonderful ones. I've had one of those fucking chucked right out of I missed face. those garbage cans. I magnetoed it. It was great. Yeah, I, so you I, understand. What, it, what it's like to be 13, <laughs> I literally just palmed it. I was like, just pink, dropped straight down. No problems. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Me and Lorenzo. So, and so yeah, this so, yeah. so Barbarian, I... You go I, on your 27-minute yeah. story. This yeah. is like so a I hit Metallica. Barbarian. It's like a Metallica song. <laughs> this is Ride the Lightning, yes. I don't care. That's the way it goes. So I fucking hit him with the garbage can as hard as I can, and he just goes, "Good, are we on, good, are do we it on, again." This James, is are good. We on, James. Are we on like Pride two at this point? No, no. This is still the first fight. Unfortunately, okay. this one is one of the long ones. Uh, it's the not next the one. First fight. <laughs> We've seen yeah, three fights is, already. Yes, this is the this third is fight. Still, Enzo Gracie versus Soji. Yes, this is still this is still the same fight. Um, I only let this one go because a we were in a in a good story mode, and two it's Henzo Gracie, so I really didn't want to piss him off because he might I might he might find yes, me in a dark alley, here. and I don't want to piss that son of a bitch off. I don't want to die. Yeah. I've dealt with the Gracies. I don't like that. I've noticed in this uh, on the show, you guys keep worried, get, getting worried about uh, meeting some of these guys in dark alleys. Why are you guys yes. in dark alleys so often? What's going on? Um. You know, Listen, if you've ever partied with me, you know you end up some places. 
<sighs> well, yeah, I mean, I met you while partying for damn sure. But so, so I had this called herding cats, and they were always in dark alleys for some reason. So my little brother fucking hangs out with you more in the past like year than you and I have hung out ever. <laughs> And was yeah. it in a dark alley? He's he's learned the last Eric once. Uh, the last time we hung out, the last time we the last time we and Lorenzo hung out, we ended up on a site that had uh, the police block it off the street, and there was a guy on a horse riding it around the hood of Atlanta. And I'm guessing, literally, guy, there was a horse. By guy, you don't mean a cop? No, like not a cop. Was- uh, just a regular he wasn't a mounted police officer. <laughs> no, this dude was in Tim's and designer jeans, yeah. and he was riding a fucking horse with a cowboy hat. What was that fucking rapper who did the fucking the, the country song? Little Uzi Vert. Yeah, good. <laughs> Take my horse to a terrace. <laughs> just like really, literally. Damn it! I was gonna make down. a Nas X joke, and I had and I couldn't do it. Oh, it was a little Nas X, not yeah. little Uzi Vert. Same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Well, and the good thing. Okay, so this one's going to be more entertaining than the than the lay and pray of the of the next long fight that we're going to skip. Um, but <laughs> and so it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, come on, bro. What's going on here? What the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you um, tried to throw the knees to my face. You think that affect me? So and and I've and I've done this out out of long long drawn out uh, sociological studies of the Gracies. They're all fucking insane. And I love them for it. Yes. Every last one of them. Every Except last one of Hoist. them. Hoist is there. Yeah, Hoist Hoist, is the there's one. a reason Hoist was... Hoist was the... They made Hoist the face of the company because he was the least likely one to go to jail or kill anybody. This is true. <laughs> so I have seen... I have seen... Um... <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one because it's true. Um, yeah, the, uh, God, uh, Rodrigo Gracie was, well, was my trainer. True. <laughs> it's true. So I've seen Rodrigo Gracie in a bar put women in his guard saying, It's okay. I want the bite. I want the bite. <laughs> Drunk and shit. <laughs> I have seen Helio Seneca. Roll with somebody with no freaking cup or underwear on, yelling, "My don't worry, my anaconda, he won't bite, he won't bite." <laughs> Doing that to a black belt in jujitsu, <laughs> the best, <laughs> the best with Helio Seneca was when he brought his son with him to Wild Wing Cafe for my party, Ooh. and his son is just uh, abusing little seven-year-old, eight-year-old kid is just abusing. What was that, Renee? What was that, Renee? Hold on. What was that? Yeah. To the fucking to the tailbones. Yeah, those hurt. Fucking hell, dude. How do you? I mean, yeah, he's a crazy. That's how he survives it. But goddamn, bro, those were just solid knees onto fucking tailbone. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Like he doesn't have an ass. Growing up in Brazil, Brazilian girls have ass. Brazilian dudes. Very minimal ass. They're, it's yes. a lot of muscle. A lot of muscle. I'm not saying they don't have an ass. It's mostly muscle and it's a thin layer because it's got to look good in Speedo. Like they have a fucking, you know, they've got a demo that they're going for with those fucking Brazilian warriors. <laughs> but those fucking Brazilian women. They Do you have, have to, to understand? Go ahead. Do you have to understand 
What they go for that, we're so used to that. My father, when I trained at seven, used to take sledgehammer and hit me right in coccyx bone just to make sure that this way I was prepared for something of this nature. I originally said coccyx, but it's it's more like the fucking the hip bones or whatever. Yeah, like, that's yeah they're going for the idiotic crest, yeah. like Because I, I, I know like when you get hit there and you're underneath, that shit shocks your entire system. Yes. It literally, it's just like, it's like getting, it's getting kicked in the ass. Oh, look at that bruise. Um, yes. But like, yeah. Yeah, like it's getting, it's yeah. like getting a kick up the ass, but it literally sends a whole jolt up your fucking system. Because yeah, there's nerves there, yeah. Yeah, it shocks your fucking, it goes, it's right next to your spine, yeah. so it's right next to the coccyx. <sighs> So actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna change I'm gonna I'm gonna correct that story real quick, EA for you. That was not Wild Wing Cafe. That was Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings, yes. In Knoxville. Hey, you tell that story, James. So Renee. So Renee, we were at a birthday and we decided uh, to have a suit. Show mascot made an appearance. Yeah. It was not my birthday. It was the celebration. It was the yeah, celebration of the uh, of the win from oh, the yes. uh, Gracie the Cup, Cup in uh, yeah, Charlotte. Bud Cup, yes. So, the so it's Cup, a celebration. Yes. We are all in suits, and it's also the UFC fight. And so Suneka is there. So is Sam Braga, another world champion jiu-jitsu Sorry, guy. Sorry, the location for me? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings on Cumberland Avenue in downtown Knoxville at the at the University of Tennessee. Okay. The UFC fights are going on. Right on portion. So we... So we decide to, to go see the sh- go see it, and we're all in suits, except except for Sam's fight team, who are look like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu squad. You know, a group of fifteen people you don't want to fuck with, correct? I wouldn't. This douchebag agreed, and 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 and, and I'm going to refer to him as a douchebag. Gets mad because the doors are open, so we can hear the pay per view. And it's 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 like November, so it's chilly. It's a, it's a cold night in Knoxville. Would you agree, EA? It was a chilly night. Yes, it yes. was chilly. So this guy brisk. decides it was, brisk. it was brisk. It was brisk. This gentleman decides that he was going to close the doors and tell us to go all have sexual relations with ourselves. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, someone at Buffalo Wild Wings doing that. Yeah, I know. Shocking. Breaking news: Someone being an asshole at Buffalo Wild Wings, Wait especially at that one. I mean, like, always had a fight. I, I mean, I've, I've been only to a few five, seven, ten, twenty-five because I'm military, um, but I've never had a bad experience at such a, a fine establishment such as the Buffalo, the B Dubs, as we like to call them. Hey, hey, B Dubs might sponsor us, so let's be nice to yeah, that wonderful establishment. Us- Amongst us in the know. Yes. So this gentleman decides that he wants to curse out a, a, a now 13-time world champion in jiu-jitsu oh. and Helio Suneka, <laughs> who is not a Gracie because his mother was Gracie by maiden name. That's the end of that fight? Yes. That's the end of that yes, that was, it was a draw. So they drawed it? Yes. Yeah, they drawed it. They draw it, and that's a victory for yeah. Soji. If it, if it goes to time limit, there's no judges. No judges. Yeah, really, so, a victory for Soji. So, so, so this guy comes Five in there one. and starts talking the the quote unquote maddest shit ever to a bunch of killers, and I have to politely uh, explain to this gentleman that hey, uh, you don't want this. Go back inside and enjoy your evening, or 
you're going to get a a a half a mile, you know, free we will wagon ride because somebody's going to hurt you. <laughs> and he took that he took that advice because I'm in a suit being really polite about it. <laughs> and, 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 appreciate and is, those dudes. But the you best part was because I mean EA's been a bouncer as well, and it's like you've got to appreciate when like. You're trying to do a security job at a higher end establishment. So you're wearing a fucking suit. But then like you're also when you wear a suit, especially a well-tailored one, it still presents a form of your presence. Ah! You, uh, I forgot this was happening. You bring Sorry. oh, that's a big boy. Um, oh, but, oh no, no, we're pausing this. I want to wait. I, I want to. I want to wait. I'm going to let Renee finish this out before we start this. Now that's what. Yes, I, let I, Renee tell I, his story. No, I, I. It's a very quick story. It's not even really a story. But I got to uh, bounce at a craft beer bar in the beginning of the gentrification of Harlem. Interesting. Yeah, this is like like the the owner was on uh, one of those like Top Chef like you know competition shows. Um, and like, yeah, he owned like two or three establishments. Excuse me, sir. It's called West. It's called West Manhattan now. <laughs> it's called. It's called Wee There's no chopped cheeses in Harlem Heights. Or it's called Wee Mai. <laughs> or Weema. 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 Yeah, Weema. Yeah, but um, but no, um, yeah, this was like, I don't know, eight, eight, seven years ago. And yeah, like that was the, next door was an, a very famous Dominican hookah bar that was owned by like three owners who like rotated in and out of prison. And I think one of them notoriously showed up on like a work release program. Like he was nice. allowed to come out of prison just to go handle business. But meanwhile, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not giant. I'm six, barely six foot. And 225, going between 225 to 235. I am not your average Harlem bouncer. Harlem bouncers are like 6'5", 300, 280, you know, like, you know, fucking. Uh, it's the like line fucking, for the Giants and the Jets. Yeah, a cut in their eyebrow or a fucking a teardrop tattooed under their fucking eye. I yeah. Not, I, yeah, I was supposed to be the representation of the new bouncer because i tell you <laughs> as i have my new lighting that makes me white as shit as everybody pointed out <laughs> oh my god i hate it i'm a snow bunny i'm a snow bunny right now <laughs> he's turning caucasian as we speak i'm literally the snow bunny on the show but i missed those days when you had a bouncer that came okay, so you know, yeah I, had to... I wore a suit and a tie and i wore like nice fucking yeah coats and shit <laughs> Yeah, well, that was the funny thing is, is this is at the time I'm I'm escorting this gentleman away from the table. I am what six foot and 180 pounds at the at the moment. EA, would you say? In a in yes, a in a yes. in a no, suit that made me seventy five. You stayed. Yeah, and and it looked at and I was in a suit that made me look like a freaking uh, a member of a certain organization of Italian descent. <laughs> Yes, it was it, a straight silver suit. Yes, you look like the kind of guy who would say, "Hey, now you've got a problem." Pretty much, yeah. Frank, 
Frankie Castanali, Frankie Castanali called earlier and said, uh, we took care of that for you. Good, good. James good basically know. said, I got to go check the papers, check the papers. Exactly. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, so a, a gentleman in that type of suit at, at six foot, 180 pounds comes to the gentleman and goes, you might want to leave this this table. <laughs> Please. It has come to my attention that uh, maybe you should be leaving this establishment at this moment. Yeah, and, and he did. <laughs> I think there's a misunderstanding. Well, the main reason why he left is because one of the bigger guys that came down from Kentucky with, with Suneca uh, had Suneca's little seven-year-old kid in his lap. And this seven-year-old kid is slapping and punching and kicking this guy in the face with shots that would knock out a normal man, and he's just laughing them off in a playful manner. Say seven year old. This kid yes. is now nineteen. Yeah, this kid's now easily what fucking nineteen. Nineteen. And didn't he win? Didn't, didn't he win yes. like two world championships already? <laughs> yes. So I remember eloquently in elementary school him. Um, uh, getting in trouble, having, uh, having, having to come up to Knoxville to uh, to uh, instruct his, his son to not uh, call uh, the uh, teacher a pua and uh, give crotch chops to because somebody had been hanging out with. Hey, with somebody you. fucking come get this pua! <laughs> what the shit? Hold on, I, I think my phone's ringing. <laughs> Hold on, I, I think my I think my phone's ringing. I, James, go ahead, and finish that story. I think my phone's ringing. Nice, nice. Check out this fucking poor. So yeah, yeah. Pretty much, he got in trouble for doing that, and then uh, yeah. So so, and also another great Seneca story before we before we get to Nathan Jones and, and the sumo wrestler. Um, I was at a, a tournament for him in Kentucky. Um, I was the only representative in the Knoxville gym, and a Certain uh, professional wrestler was training with him at the time, Victoria, uh, Lee, uh, Mer, uh, Lisa Marie, and uh, she was going under the name Tara in, in TNA at the time. Kind of a famous wrestler. So she was doing all the pictures with the kids. When they would win medals, she would do medals. She'd get up there. She'd do the smiles and doing the pictures. She misses one award ceremony. One. And I mean, she's not gone for five freaking minutes. Next thing you know, Suneka's on the on the mic, yelling, "Tara, get your ass out here!" <laughs> and then, and then he comes to me because I'm hanging out with all the with, with with Sam and and Ricky Sparks and all the all the Knoxville crew, and he looks at me and goes, "Pua, why is Brendan not here?" First off, I'm like, "Well, thank you, sir, but uh, Brendan's not here. He 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 couldn't make it up here today." He's like, "Well." Tell him to call me next time. That's <laughs> so fucking he... great. <laughs> so no, I, did did I you no tell cur- him the part about Victoria yet? That, I, I, that's, that's what I was talking about, Victoria. I, I just said that when I yelled, Lisa, uh, Tara, get your ass out here. Get your ass out here. Yeah, Tara, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was calling her Tara at the time. Yes. <laughs> yes, well, so, the real name, but yeah. It, it's funny because she's shoot one of the baddest bitches and she was like, go. coming. Yeah, yeah, she went. She went coming. What up, Billy? <laughs> she ran. <laughs> oh, shit, what's up, Billy? <laughs> so, all right, so we yeah. have the next fight up here, which is Ko- uh, Koji Katow, fat fuck, versus Nathan yes. Jones. You might and remember what, him from UWFI. Me, yes, would you please explain to me Nathan Jones, EA? 
I was gonna say, is this Jelly Beans? Sure. Stepdad. Jelly Beans. This is I, the I, one that Koji Katao is a boy. former Yokozuna sumo uh, that got into. He was the one that got into the shoot fight with Earthquake that we aired that one time here on Beyond Bushido Remember that because one? Because they had uh, heat still from their sumo days. And uh, he went on to do uh, UWFI. Remember, he was the one in UWFI with the fucking karate gi with the sleeveless fucking uh, karate gi on in the UWFI shows. It's been a while, so he might not have remembered. I was more and more about Nathan Jones, please. Well, Nathan Jones is a psychopath. That's the easiest way to put it. Uh, bare knuckle boxer out of Australia came to the United States to become a professional wrestler after doing time in jail. Did so much steroids in his life, he legitimately started lactating out of his pecs. I don't know if you guys know, but um, I really love when you guys introduce me to psychopaths on the show. This is another one. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's just, so, that's one of my favorite things. And Nathan Jones is now an actor. He was in Unbok, yes. and also late latest, he was uh, the younger brother in Mad Max Fury Road. Unbok was like that. Yeah, he 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 gets a lot of acting right? gigs now. I uh, yeah, I he was in Unbok. He was. I had that on PSP. You guys remember that yes. one, the little white disc thing? Yeah, uh, that movie's awesome. But he was, was like, look, out of basic training. Yes. yes. Well. Yeah. It, it wasn't the original Umbach movie. It was the one with the Umbach fucking two. elephant, with oh. the baby elephant. Oh, don't tell yeah, me that. Yeah, so sad. The one that I remember, so if you guys can correct me, one or two, is it started with the tree. That is one. Okay, yeah, so that's the one I saw. That's yeah, one. There's a, number, yeah, there's that's, a second that's one. That's the great I was one. Also, I was the nerdy. Two is okay. I, I used to seek out, like, the fucking exclusive DVDs and the exclusive PSP cartridges. So one of these I'm days, we're going to have to watch The Ray. Well, um, what you see, Umbach 2 to me wasn't that bad. Umbach 4 is where it got kind of weird. And then there was this great fight scene between Umbach and Mike Tyson for no reason. That is Imp Man. That is not Umbach. That is Imp Man. Oh, oh no, yeah, that's it. That's, that's Imp Man. Imp Man. My bad. Imp Man 4. That's Imp Man oh, 4. How dare you? It's okay. Daniel I fucked off. up. Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Daniel Jones uh, it, it was a is a legitimate actor now. Like I said, it was his latest the latest movie I remember seeing him in was in Mad Max Fury Road as the younger brother. Yes, so he was, was the big master blaster version. But yes, yes. so yeah, he, yeah. The greatest thing is that he did so many he did so much juice. He started lactating, and I'm, I've heard that the boys in the back uh, uh, in the WWE had a wonderful time getting him so riled up he would lactate. Oh yeah, they they would literally get him to a point because how they would do it is they would have Ken Shamrock around or they would have um fucking who was the big shooter at that point? Well, Whoever had, their big shooter was because he came in talking about how yeah, well at this point he he came in talking about how he did MMA and everything like that and so Gerald Briscoe got him in the ring his first day in the WWE and Gerald Briscoe was like, wow, son, let's, uh, let's see what you could do. We could uh, roll around a little NCAA. All and Gerald Briscoe. Yeah. NCAA all American Gerald Briscoe uh, <laughs> proceeded at what was Gerald Briscoe at that point? 63, 64. Yes. Rest he was, piece. he was, he was a little bit old. 
He's still alive, Jerry. I thought he passed on. No, his brother person? died. Yeah, yeah, Jack did. Okay, yes. sorry, my bad. Jack my bad. died. Jack was the big brother. Jerry, Gerald Briscoe, was the fucking psychopath shooter brother because he had to be. <laughs> and so Jerry, at 54, 55 years old, took this big steroided up freak, stretched his ass out, and then as he was stretching him out, uh, everybody had gotten word that he could lactate out of his tits when he was very like angry or overexcited or in a lot of pain. So Jerry decided to go from the sugar hold to then just take this knuckle right here and jam it in between the ribs and armpit and start tickling him in different positions. <laughs> and it literally shot out like fucking you see in the cartoons when the milk shoots out the nipples. That's exactly what it looked like. And, and Renee, uh, just, just so a, he just knew little, he couldn't little, fuck with yeah. nobody. Renee, just a little backstory of the backstage shooters that were in the WWE at the time. You had still had Bob Backlund. You had Gerald Briscoe. You also had Ron Waterman, Steve Blackman, Ken Shamrock, Kurt and Angle. Kurt Angle Ooh. in there. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. You had, you had and Shelton you, and Shelton and Brock and Shelton and, Shelton, yeah, and, and Shelton and Brock. Yes. And Shelton and Brock is the Minnesota stretching crew. Yes. Yeah. That's how Shelton. Yeah. That's how Shelton got his reputation was off Nathan Jones because Apparently, he tried Shelton one time and turned off his battery in less than 15 seconds and then proceeded to strip him of his shoes, his socks, his shirt, and his shorts Aww. in front of everyone in the middle <laughs> of the ring. He ran his clothes? Damn. Yep. Yeah, well, don't yes, he ran all his clothes. Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin has the biggest gimmick in the business. He said, run your shit, boy. Yes. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin is a killer. He is a murderer. He has a very select set of talents, and he does them very well. <laughs> Was it four-time All-American at Minnesota? Uh, Three-time, because the fourth year was when Brock came in, and then they, they asked him to take a job as one of the instructors, like one of the side coaches, just so he could okay. instruct Brock, so Brock could take over at heavyweight. Yeah, and Brock only That's lost why he never like got his three matches. Degree. Yeah, and Brock only won, and then won the NCAA championship. Yes, and one and, and, uh, only lost like three matches in his NCAA career. The only one to do better was yes. Kale Sanderson and Clark Gable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. those two guys. Yeah, two no names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Iowa head coach of Penn State wrestling. Yeah, Kale Sanderson. But, but, he, but he let's talk. not forget. But can we not forget that Mister Perfect fucking taught Brock Lesnar a lesson too? Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. So we did, that was fucking. Or... So, sorry, sorry. Yes, sorry. We're get, we're getting into people being bad. Thank you, Renee. Uh, Thank you. I don't know. Sorry, we just had you know a hundred and three on my lot, my share chat right now, watching this, enjoying it. But okay. Well, if they can, please come to the Brown Beyond Bushido okay. page and comment. Really? That'd be I mean, great. Yeah, that'd be great. Those numbers would be awesome on our page. <laughs> I understand. Yes. I understand some of them, but look at this big lactate. I do a share. Look at this big fuck. Look oh, at him. Yeah. Look this, at him. If I remember, this is how he wound up. This was the show where Anoki decided he was going to bring him into New Japan. Is that yes. Bane? Before and this is fresh much. out of yeah. jail. This is fresh out of jail. Him being very nice because he just yeah. got out of jail. He does. He doesn't want to go this back. This was the show. 
This is right after he got oh, out of no. jail. That's who that is. That's Australian Kane. jail. Tell me that doesn't look oh. like Kane. Yeah, yes, he does oh. look like my mayor. And look at that big that's your that is your Someone was enjoying the Chonko again. God Ooh. damn, what a big fuck. Ooh, so, guys, no, guys, that's not Chonko or Nabi. That's ramen after this. We're going out for ramen, right? Bro, I need some. I'm going to eat no, some shin ramen out of this ramen. Out of night. Some udon? No, this is when boys, McDonald's. Boys. This is when McDonald's and Burger King came over to Japan, and he was thoroughly enjoying it every day. Guys, guys we're getting His... whoppers, double whoppers on me, boys. Dude, double angry whoppers. whoppers all day. You guys angry ever whoppers. whoppers with bacon. There's double oh, bacon. Oh, boy. Boys. Angry whopper. Angry whopper. Guy, get that habanero see, and that jalapeno. Big is the, yes. See, but the thing is, everybody forgets. We have to get the bacon on that. Bacon. But Koji Katao is still a bad no. motherfucker here. The thing I ever forget is. is Koji Katao was, he was he always more dangerous the rounder he was. He yes. Spit. Yes, he did. He had a photographer. Oh. Koji Katao just did. Katao um, looks like uh, yes. a Puerto He looks like a Puerto Rican dad who just got mad at a barbecue on a Sunday, and he has to fight somebody for his pride. Like he's wearing the oh, linen, yes. the white linen pants with the black belly. Like, yes. Que dijiste? Que dijiste, cabrón? Cabrón? What did you say? That's you exactly fucking what's asshole? What did you say? I'm going to fuck you up. In my house, you don't talk to me like that. Okay? I'm going to. Is Kutcher Cattell wearing a belt like a normal yeah, freaking a black belt. belt? He's wearing the Puerto Rican. Yes, he's wearing belt. pants. <laughs> He's wearing the same outfit I wore when we used to go to Myrtle Beach, James. <laughs> <laughs> the white suit, I forgot about that. Oh, no. See? Yeah, that's why once I started talking about it, EA shut up because he knew exactly the outfit that I was talking about. When I, he knew oh. exactly Hold on. the outfit I was talking about. Oh, no. Oh, no. It out. We're doing He's a wardrobe change. We're doing a wardrobe change at 730 on a fucking Tuesday. Let's go, boys. <laughs> oh. oh shit, we're going to the ground. Uh -oh. Why would you pull him out? Why would you pull him on top of you? No, no, no. I no, have no, no idea. I would not pull this fucking chub fuck on top of me. No, oh, no, no. That's a lot of weight. No. That's a yeah. lot of weight. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, you mean <laughs> okay, Renee? <laughs> oh boy. Oh, okay. No, no, I gotta see the belt. I gotta see but the even belt. <laughs> No, there sudden, is no you know, belt because this is the drawstring version. James, James, you know what comes to mind? Crockett's theme. Oh, fucking, fucking the song, the theme song to fucking. Where's the Where's the leisure shoe with the with the yeah. arms rolled up? Yes, yes, the theme song to Miami Vice automatically. Oh, and and I just and, it, and this is about to end. Bye oh, bye. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why would you yeah, pull a Americana? Fucking, yeah, so you missed that part, EA. He fucking pulled this monster. He pulled an oak tree on top of him. Yeah, like he's literally, a dumb he was like a lumberjack who was like, "Oh, this is my first day on the job. I'm gonna cut this angle here and cut this angle here, and I'm gonna stand and see what happens to this giant fucking oak that I just tried to chop down." He's a lumberjack, you know. He likes to enjoy the finer things like women's clothing at the Again, in the you evening. Don't fight guys with belts. You really don't. No, <laughs> I've learned this. No. Never. <laughs> he took his shirt off and he kept the. Kept if they're willing the to fight on? you in their finest linen pants, mm. 
Not yeah, yet. that dude went to the club. If they wanted to fight you in there in your earlier. He went to that club afterwards. Oh, no. He took off those shoes, put on the freaking Castros, and then went straight to Sinjuku. Yep. yep. Tucked the shirt in and everything. He was good yep. to go. Oh, yeah. Put his straight gold chain on, his little thin gold chain. He was good to go. Absolutely. That dude, that dude he put these shoes on to go with that, okay? That dude <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> he put these in shoes. those shoes. Yes. He put these, fighting. these shoes. He was like... He was in some someplace with yeah. tile fucking floor. Oh, wow. Oh. And sliding. Sure it's, still fucking to me. it's either those shoes. It's either those shoes or these ones right here. Ooh. Those shoes fuck right there. Those shoes only, only, only thing better for those shoes would be they're in ostrich. Those shoes fuck. This, they what, they now, do you fuck. You have to understand. They first of all, they're, they're sparkly. I and can see they have spikes going down them, and they're wrapped in bot wire. Jesus Christ. And, uh, yeah, these are, they have purple insoles. And I'm, the, I'm, and I'm the weird one on this fucking show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I've been very well known for my fucking outfits and my fucking way of living. All right. Is this a kickboxing fight? I think this yes, is this a kickboxing uh, fight. Oh, Johnny? no. Yeah. This is the kickboxing fight. Put him in a body bag. That's uh, Bronco yeah. Shinkatic versus Ralph White. Yes. This is Ralph that's White versus Bronco Shinkatic. Mafio's fucking retarded fucking cousin. <laughs> Did you just call him Bronco Luch? No, no, no. Lubitz. No. <laughs> Do you understand who Bronco Chick-Tuck is? No. I'm waiting for one of you to know who Bronco Chick Chuck is. Ooh, I like that fucking bad. No. Bronco Chick Chuck. Well, so you understand who he is. Is that uh um, first of all dude who did the uh Bo um what's Tybo? It? Tybo, thank you. No, that's Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks. Okay. No. He's from the Tiger Gym. Have you ever heard of the Tiger Gym? Oh, oh no. No, he's not from that gym. Yes. The Tiger Gym. Oh, yes, he is. He is from the wonderful country of Croatia. And that, my friends, right there is the man who would bring us the, the one of my favorite fighters of all times, Murkrow Krokop Philippotic. Really? That right there is the guy who would bring you Murkrow. I don't give a fuck. I call him how I say it. Marco Krokop, all right? Yeah. I don't need to know his last name. His name is it's Marco Krokop. That's Krokop. It's Krokop, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, the, the politician. Ooh, the politician. Right there. Krokop. I felt that kick right there. Too. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I, this is why I don't fuck with Muay Thai, is, is right here. These freaking kicks. Oh. I don't. Don't fuck with this. I yeah. also that's the other thing that what I just saw right there. Uh, from, I learned from the Frenchman. I'm sorry if I forgot his name, but like that that like when you try to kick and then they grab your ankle and you're just like in their domain, you're just fucked until oh, lose, yeah until they lose grip of your ankle. Oh, I don't ever want to be in that position. Um, I think I I think poor this yeah. poor guy is done. Is I think done? he got kicked in the face. He got, face. literally got kicked out of the ring. Yeah, look Ooh. at the fucking knot on his head. Oh my god! Look at that shit. <laughs> look at that hey, girl. Yes, just oh, out. Somebody, <laughs> hey, guys, hey guys, hey guys, uh, guys. <laughs> somebody literally just like, hey, hey, <laughs> see that right there? We're Toma. done here. Toma. 
Yeah. Dude. But guess what? We will continue. <laughs> Welcome to Pride, bitch. I was gonna say honestly, we're still gonna go. Saw, it's Pride. I saw Slayer and open for Metallica. I believe it was in 1996. No, no, it was, no. Uh, wrong. <laughs> I don't know. In the past, like five, seven years, uh, I saw it at MSG, and okay. I in a fucking mosh pit. I caught a fucking an alien like that, man. Those yeah. are not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's growing. No, yeah. they're not. Yeah, the zerg. That's the zerg going really living. good. All right, let's. Me and Lorianne at Duff's oh, used to play going. the cowbell game. We don't say that. Uh, oh. Yeah. Plank. Welcome to Pride. Plank. Welcome to the 90s. And oh. Oh, that was it right there. The shin bone to the <laughs> eye. Yeah, a shin <laughs> bone to the fucking... A shin bone to the eye will get you an alien like that. To the eyebrow? Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, you got the alien egg. That's bone yeah. on bone, bro. That's like literally the thinnest He's like, bone. Uh, no, let's not do this. Is oh, that the okay. second time he went out the ring? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, so that was a replay. Ooh, look at that thing. The egg. That thing is oh, growing. He looks like an anime character that has like... <laughs> Nani? He got yeah, his, little... the fist of the North Star. Yeah, he's just got a little... Hey, grow out. On his Jesus Christ on the character. You legitimately pay, play Bop It with his head with that fucking giant oh. button on the side of his head right now. Twist oh, it. Man. Bop It. Bop It. Pull it. Oh. Don't so, touch it. Oh. it. Sorry, you got to do the introductions. We're not watching this Tattooed one. Chemo Leopoldo. Now, he's really famous, boss, for giving the Hoist Gracie one of his hardest fights. Yeah. Shut up, Steven. Hoist fought Chemo. Hoist gave up because he backed out. He's so banged up. And there he is, Dan Severn. The beast. He's a multiple titleist. So the only reason why Dan Severn never had an NCAA championship to his name at Arizona State was because EA. What was the reason why? Because he went pro. No, he went pro. No, because there was another gentleman in Oklahoma that was more dangerous. Because he was in the same he was in the same years as fucking fucking... Doctor Death, Steve Williams. Yeah, as fucking. Yeah, he, yeah, it was him and Steve, Dr. Death Williams. Yes. That was your heavyweight category at that time in the NCAA. You were right. I forgot. Yeah, you had you had him, Randy Couture, and oh, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Congratulations. Yes, all in that are Good, good Could you imagine being a freestyle heavyweight wrestler at that time? Which one of these two was the guy who would show up in the on the Harley with the big American flag? Uh, that'd be definitely the, the chemo. That would be Dan. Kimo showed up to the UFC with a cross. No, I'm just yes, remembering because he's this crazy Jesus freak. I'm remembering yes. the story, the the shop story that he was like that he thought he was fighting or wrestling or fighting somebody that was like wasn't that big, and then apparently the dude showed up on the fucking motorcycle and he was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to get my ass whipped." No, that was probably Dan Severn, yeah, yeah. or Don Don Fry, yeah. <laughs> No, I think it was Dan. That was Don Fry. <laughs> that was Don Fry. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. listen to me. Dan Severn is a sweetheart of a man, and all he ever wants to do is show you these crazy fucking tricks that he learned from Dan Gable 
and have these fucking murder holds. And all he ever wants to do is do 60 minute broadways with you on independent shows. Uh, okay. His book is titled The Realest Man in the Room. He is the realest man in the room. Dan, <laughs> before COVID hit, Dan was supposed to come down in April to do a show for Robert. And I was supposed to wrestle Dan because Dan wanted just to do a 60 minute Broadway with him. And I was excited to do it, but I also knew the impending doom and death that was coming to me because, you you know, Dan looks like a small guy. Really? (laughs) Of course I would invite you to it. (laughs) He is six. He's like six, three, six, five. I just have this problem. Yeah, six five. He's a monster. He's six and, five, uh, almost three hundred pounds. Of I have muscle. this problem. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which one? I, I have this problem whenever I work one of these UFC guys. Dan Severn. Yes. When 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 the when one without the tattoos and the Magnum PI mustache. Yeah. Anyway, so so you fight these UFC guys. Whenever I do, I, I get bored and I decide to try things that I really shouldn't. Uh, I had Phil Baroni one time. I decided to piss him off, so I smacked him in the face just so he hit me as hard as he could in the face. That was unpleasant. That was a bad idea. Yeah, um, that was a bad idea. Another time, another time I told uh, Stefan Bonner, I had him give me a head kick in a match, and I said, next time don't hit me with your purse pussy, and I flipped him in the balls. So he kicked my head off. It was unpleasant. That was a bad idea. So I'm pretty sure when I got there. So I'm pretty sure when I got in there with Dan, I was going to do something annoying, like just bite him for no fucking reason, just to see how bad he would stretch me out. Oh, that sounds, that sounds like a smart idea. <laughs> sounds like a really good idea. I just, yeah, yeah. I would do that. I just, I, I want to know what I want to know if I if I can find it out. I want to know if I can find it out, or if I can take it. And Dad's never Brilliant. been known for his striking. You know, you could just like just get a murdering people kind of shit, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, you know, you can pay a woman to do that for you, right? Yeah, but I'm being paid to have my fun. You know, he does See have a point. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, just don't want us. No, yeah, okay. I I still remember the the. Did we ever tell Renee the first day we ever rolled? Me and you rolled, and I freaking put you in a bicep crunch, and yes, you freaking looked at me like death. <laughs> You were so pissed off at me. <laughs> you wanted to try it. You got bored. So so when EA gets bored, he does re- really bad decisions. And one of them was... It's probably the day we met. Yeah. It's like the day we exchanged phone numbers. <laughs> so, so EA holds his hands together, and he's like, break my grip. And I go, <laughs> I am 180 pounds. I know damn well. I've seen him lift human beings. This isn't going to be my idea. So I just go, well, you know, the, the Gracie's taught me one thing. Thank you, Jack. Thank, thank you, Mr. Brewer. And I slipped my arm in and freaking bicep crushed the shit out of him. <laughs> just fucking right. I, 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 I freaking just pulled back. I freaking just wrenched the shit out of it. And you, you just get that look of, you son of a bitch. As soon as I slid my arm in, I'm like, okay. How could you? <laughs> he, it, was, it was the top 10 anime betrayal. It definitely was. I, he gave me that look of, 
You fucking asshole. This motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh, hell no. In I thought training. we were going by the I thought we were going under the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu rules. <laughs> Fuck this jiu-jitsu rules. This is fucking jujitsu. This, this is fucking Gracie. Jiu-Jitsu! This is Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. We do not play yes. by that pussy shit rules. So James caught me with that bicep crunch and fucking killed my arm. And I was <laughs> in rage. So James, what happened after that? What happened you very next? Fucking put me in a goddamn Americana and fucking about tore my shoulder apart. Yes. Oh, nice, 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 nice. And I laughed. And no, I laughed. It was your chest, I was like, remember? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Then, then you fucking laid on me too. Yeah, got <laughs> cock sucker. You wait, wait. You, did you Superman that hoe on JL? He tried. Did you? Did you try to Superman that hoe on JL? <laughs> yes, and then and then I realized I was like, you aren't doing that, and I slipped my arms in. I was oh. like, nope. <laughs> And then he gave, and then I hooked him and got him with the Americana. And another name for the Americana is the Anaconda device if you're a CM Punk fan. And James just. (laughs) uh, It was a fun day of training. Only uh, MMA moves that are tied to Cardi B songs. They are also very prolific in the wet ass pussy grab. And the loser dating boyfriend. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't want to get hit with the WAP. So yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna. We're All right. Gonna Can we get this fight. James? Yeah. 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 We're gonna get through this. This is a 30 minute fight. So yeah. We're gonna get. Through. Can we just okay, tell everybody what like, happens? Weird ass in Batista versus. Yeah. That last yeah. Time. Pretty much. Uh, what was the other guy? Oh shit! I had a good one for the other. That's guy. Dan. Tom uh, that's that's Tom Selleck. Yes. Yes. Oh no! I was gonna say um, Freddie Mercury's dad, like who was like really uh, like like Freddie Mercury became who he was because this like he looked like his dad, but his dad was like super <laughs> macho and like was yeah. Super, but you like, used that for Don Fry already. That's the problem. Yeah, you already used that Don Fry bit. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, they're very similar. Their fight is <laughs> actually interesting. Yes, <laughs> when they fight. Well, each no, other. I said Freddie Mercury's cousin. Yes, it is. This was Freddie yeah. Mercury's dad. So, uh, our main event so of the evening. Not the main event. James, how about you what, give a review? What, what Gracie is that? What's the name? You give uh, a review Hickson. of Hickson, and I'll give a review of uh, Noka Hikabutagata. Uh, Hickson, that's the, the most one. dangerous the of the line. fucking Gracies. Yeah, yeah, I bet fuck you guys man, five times fast. A, a man. <laughs> who will fuck you up and laugh about it and then show you the yoga freaking ab workouts because you want to control your breathing. This man chills out in Hawaii yes. and doesn't do fuck all anything but do jujitsu. So he is as the most dangerous Gracie in the entire world. 400 How fights. Fast is this fight? No losses. Huh? How fast is this fight? Fast. Oh, shit. I was going to say I got to add that. So... He is. You got time to do the national anthems. Yes, we got. We got the Brazilian. We got the Brazilian national anthem. So <laughs> you see, it looks I'm like done. he's not wearing pants. Damn it, it, it James! You should have just fucking let it play. I want to show everybody his. I'm being professional. <laughs> I am being. Professional. I want everybody to see that Renee is he now is also- khaki color. He has been in the snow too long. Oh god. And he's also the father of UFC fighter. Um oh god, I forget the Gracie name now that's in the UFC. But he's he's the, the he's the, the son of Hicks and Gracie. Oh there he is. Oh yes. hi. <laughs> there he is. 
<laughs> Hi. Alrighty. So EA, let's bring up Nobuhiko Takada. Nokihikabu Takata, the man who started the UWFI, was a New Japan standout. Uh, believed he should have been the star of New Japan at the same time when you had Mudo, Chono, uh, Shinya Hashimoto, Hiroshi Hase, all these great heavyweights. And he was a great heavyweight too, but his style was of a different elk. So he started the UWFI, uh, which was a work shoot promotion. You've seen a lot of guys who came out of there, Sakuraba, Uncle Suzuki, Tamura, Tamura, Fucking all these greats. Um, also, of course, he is the leader of the group Monster for uh, Hustle and uh, has made appearances in New Japan and everything. And uh, I don't like the prick. Fuck him. <laughs> and and uh, you, who is... Huh? <laughs> yes. And we've got and we've got a, a, a the female version of Prince trying to do the Japanese anthem. Can I get some uh, two seconds on that? No, right? sir. That is uh, Beulah McGillicuddy's Japanese sister. Is, let's say as yes, popular as Hulk this. Hogan would be in the United States on the pro wrestling circuit. He's a famous, famous pro wrestler in Japan. You're a goddamn liar, Stephen Quattros. He was nowhere near as famous as Hulk Hogan. Fuck you. And 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 who's the gentleman behind him? That's in the in the background of nobody. He, yeah, it is all fuzzy. What the fuck? What is that? What's going on here? Come on, James. We're on my end. We moved on to a new organization for a reason. My end. What's going on, bro? We're on my end. I don't know what. Hold on. All sorts of pictures. Wow. It was censored. Holy shit! I was just shit. Wasn't so awkward. The main event oh, was censored dude. by the UFC. I bet it was. The main event was. was censored by the UFC because Hicks and Gracie did it. <laughs> I would not be surprised by that at all. I would not be all right. surprised. How's it looking now? It's still fuzzy. Hold on. Oh. Give it a hot second here. We're going to do the good old-fashioned switcheroo of the old channels. Somebody's probably watching something here. You're not saying my internet's looking good. And my wife James taught me about the switching of the channels. Lay down. Go lay down. So yes. So I'm trying to get this up here because I really want this fight to work well. I do too. This Just is because Hicks and Gracie looks like a Brazilian Yule Brenner. Doesn't fucking be the find um, a, a version of it where it's filmed from... Twenty thousand pounds, like here. GTA style. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looks like that a fucking Freddy Krueger. Oh. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Hold on, I got you, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we I got you, James. No, 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 no. I <laughs> know, this top quality fucking content. Hey, this is prime content, sir. Freedom. Primo. Here you go, James. Check I got the, it. Uh, I got it. I got, it. I, got it. I don't need that. I have it. Okay. I've literally got the same fight already loaded on YouTube. It's the first fight. Yeah. Evidently, they came across with enough money to bring Hickson over. Previously, uh, Takata's. So, what I was saying is, oh, who, who's that guy? There, there he is. Oh, <laughs> Is that El Huapo? 
No. Is that GSP? No, that was Joe. Yes. And if we take him, and if you take, if you take that video off the screen night right now, James, you could show everybody what Yoji Anjo looked like after dealing with Hickson Gracie. <laughs> we will when hear he decided to call out Hickson. No, I was also talking about the other gentleman that was in, the, in his corner too, the, a man that you love to death. I'm Ace. sorry, I, I didn't see him. Was that Uncle? No, no, no. It's, it's Noya Ogawa. Ogawa's right there, too. Oh, Noya Ogawa was not Fuck him. I'm going to tell <laughs> that story one fucking day. You see, <laughs> I wish Timmy was still alive because Timmy witnessed that. The only two people <laughs> who can co-sign the story are Johnny. Well, there's three. Inoki, Johnny Rods, and Timmy Arson. Those are the only three. That could co-sign what happened to Nayo Ogawa that that morning. That's Saturday morning in Brooklyn. What? And two of them ain't going to say shit. Exactly. I don't know. Johnny might. If I get enough Canadian club in him, he might be like, Konyo, you fucking don't kick his ass. You don't fucking come back here. All right? (laughs) Fuck me, no fuck you. Uh, That was the whole conversation. The Puerto Rican dad of Johnny Rod's. It was no. the greatest moment. I realized that it doesn't fucking matter when 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 you're fucking scared for your life, you can beat anyone. So no. so Renee, look, look, look at Hickson. Just he's Hickson. barely walking. Oh, he's doing uh doing that uh Bruce Lee creep. Yes, like Bruce, Lee, Bruce Lee had like two moves where he would like stretch out the legs. And then he would like fucking like creep like a, like a spider where like two fucking steps he's all across the ring, or he would have that little this little low yes. thing like this like that little slow creepy like I'm feeling you out I'm gonna see how you move. He's anticipating trying to figure out his fucking next move here. I love yeah. it. I yeah. love it. That, oh, twitch, that twitch muscle is active right now. He is ready to do the oh, the yes. Gracie special here. He is trying to oh, do wow. a push kick and a shot. That's all he's trying to do here. Oh, he's like, oh, he's, like, he's like, all right, bitch, let's go. Now he's pulling out the machismo, though. He's doing that mind game as well. Hickson don't something, care. Something I always appreciate, a good mind game that, uh, yo, let's let's go, bitch. Stop everything. Let's go. All right. What are we doing here? He's, he, uh, Hickson's literally just waiting to, to freaking shoot in on him. That's all he's doing. He's just waiting. He's cutting off the ring. He's cornering his prey. Like that's He's just going no strikes at all. He's just going to go straight uh, uh, around. He's no, he's straight ground. He's he is God on ground. So no, he is going to just wait and grab. He's just he's I'm just crazy. Remind me, Gracie's opponent's name. Uh, Takata. Takata's uh, what's he Takata. Uh, he was the uh, creator of the UWFI that we watched at the beginning of our, I meant, of our I series. Meant as far as um, strategically, what's his? Uh, he's a shoot wrestler. He's a pro wrestler. Okay, so they're both. He's a shoot wrestler. Catch wrestler. He's a catch wrestler. Yeah. He's a catch wrestler. But he wasn't a great catch wrestler. Everybody forgets Takata got busted. So he knows he can't take Gracie's round game, right? Yes. (laughs) No, no, no. In Takata's mind, in Takata's mind, he thinks he can because you have to remember, this is after Takata paid off five different fighters to take dives for him in the UWFI. And in his mind, he's this great fucking shoot fighter. That's what makes this wonderful to me. But also, I mean, there are... That's why Takata... 
I assume there's Japanese fucking wrestlers who can match up with Gracie wrestling. Yes, his, pro- his protege yes, can. Absolutely, yeah. His protege uh, could. Sushi Sakuraba absolutely did. His he protege. was the Gracie killer. Okay, yeah. he beats all the Gracies that were not named Hickson. I've and definitely he was- heard you guys say the name Gracie so, Killer before. Yes, yes, the, and nobody. Ooh, could, yes, Kazuchi Sakuraba dojo was was Sakuraba's dojo. Hence, why I showed the picture of yesterday or, or today of him having the UWFI gym and him, and and everyone telling him, "Here, hey kids, gather around and I'll show you some Billy Robinson shit." That shit. Gather around, children. Yeah, James. James, I'm scared. Yeah, EA pull, EA's pulled out the gavel again. Yeah, well, he's about to uh, submit. He's about to make a decision. He's about, he's about to make a decision here, I'm and he's about guys. to freaking enforce it here, guys. Oh god, because once he drops the gavel, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. There's the risk. So, but, Renee, yeah, you remember those wonderful. National Geographic uh, uh, wildlife shows when the you know when the when the lion was like stalking the prey, the gazelles, and then the kill would happen? Oh, these punches to the ribs! Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. We're we're watching one right oh, now. Yeah, um, this is one like the, the the hyena is just like ripping away at the fucking yeah. the insides of the giraffe that like thought he, he had a chance. Yep, just like. Just ribs, just flesh from ribs. Yes. Yep. 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 That's exactly what we're watching here. Oh, and, and that oh the ribs, form. guys. guys. <laughs> you know something? Again, um, I like to make up stupid reasons why I'm, I would never got into the ring, and this is another stupid reason why I would never get into the ring. Just the straight out. No, this is a smart reason. A Brazilian jab from over the top into the side of my ribs. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. See the way just even I know EA is smoking or drinking right now, but like the way EA just kind of tensed up when I just talked about that. That's why I would never get it. And there it is. And we're done. Oh, we're done. Was that an arm? Takata Strup. Case closed. Did he, was that an arm bar? <laughs> I just yes. that. He got him with an arm bar. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, hold on. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude. But that was 24 rib shots, then an arm bar. I, th- I thank you. Thank you. Yes. 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 So <laughs> that was decided 24 brutal rib shots, yes. and then an arm bar. <laughs> he decided that not only was Takata a scrub, but he was going to submit him with his move. He said, yo, you know what? Listen, what I'm going to do yes. first here is, all right, I'm going to give you the opportunity of a lifetime, okay? What I'm going to do is I'm going to pulverize every piece of muscle tissue you have in this general vicinity of your body. And then what I'm going to do after that's all like as tender as it can be, I'm going to throw you in what's called an arm bar. And then when you try to activate the muscles that would naturally kick in because you're in an arm bar, they're all going to fail you yes. like your life. Yes. And have a good night. Thanks for the fucking show. Thanks for showing up. I'm going to go get my check. Sushi's on me. Pretty much that. And also remember Takata's finishing move in wrestling was an arm bar. Yeah. So he decided that not only yes. am I going to beat you, but I'm going to beat you with your own move. I'm going to embarrass you inside of your house, inside of 
your in your gym with your boys right there and there to see this destruction. Yeah. He rubbed his nutsack across his face. I yes. don't want to say it. But he came in, he kicked the door down, made a sandwich, slapped his mom, but also his girl on his ass, and then walked away. This was also the time when the Gracies like yeah. needed to be on top of their shit, though. Like they were establishing excuse me. Oh, that's what happens after three beers. Uh, but that's this is when they were establishing their name. This is when they were making a name for themselves. Like this is like, I mean, probably a little little sort of into it, but also when like the beginning of their publicity was getting huge. It was yeah. They needed to make sure they were fucking putting out good fighters and getting good big wins. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. So we're guys, um, we're going to do UFC Ultimate Japan next week. Uh, next week. And that one has uh, interesting uh, uh, fighters in there, like the one and only Gracie Killer, Kazushi Sakuraba. Now UFC Hall of Famer, because that was submitted this week. He has now got his jacket. He is now a UFC Hall of Famer. Kazushi Sakuraba deserves to be in the UFC Hall of Fame. Case closed. Thank you, EA. So, as we leave you with another wonderful video about Diego Maradona. He this guy so much. He, you really do, Renee. It really grinds your gears. Renee. Hold on, Renee. I understand you don't like this gavel, but I think you're a little too tense today. I don't. Before we go, we need. I, I need to make a recommendation for you, Renee. You seem tense today. I don't know if it's the fact that your skin matches your khakis. I don't know if it's just the gavel that drives you nuts. But you should really try some of the great products from Slauson's Family Farms. You know that. You mean the stuff that they have some of the uh, best CBD. You mean some of the stuff that you can get at slossomhemp.us, a veteran-owned, family-run business that's uh, the exact same place. That's a hundred percent supported by me, only because I've actually been there. I've worked there um, on very minimal wages. I've just worked there just because I wanted to be in person, hands-on, in a place that I'm supporting. I would not put my name behind this if it wasn't for the fact that I've seen how they operate. <laughs> They are some of the cleanest meds in the fucking country. Full spectrum CBD products, anything you need, uh, edibles, uh, topicals, whatever the fuck you need, they have it. And even if they don't have it, reach out to me or reach out to their any of their um, Facebook pages, any of their social media pages, and they will work with you. They will try to find you a product that will help all, all or any of your CBD needs. Slauson's Family Farms has the best CBD products on the market. Closed. Slauson.us. <laughs> yeah, hit them up. Slauson.us. Now, also, EA, before we leave, uh, tell us about your wonderful uh, Arcturic endeavors of your literary expertise. That's right. Uh, coming out tonight at midnight. It's either tonight at midnight or tomorrow at midnight. I haven't figured out what he meant by Wednesday midnight. Um, Ringthedambell.wordpress.com. My first editorial is out. I've decided that uh, the first couple of ones I'm going to be doing are going to be about my uh, career in professional wrestling. Sorry, I'm getting the many failures that 14-year-old me would never see coming. 
and it's uh, my stories about professional wrestling and starting at the age of 14. And uh, this is going to be a little bit of a uh, prequel to all the great adventures that I'm going to start this uh, blog. This is actually the day I decided I wanted to become a professional wrestler is on this one. So uh, if you get a chance, read it. It's uh, ringthedambell.wordpress.com. The many failures that 14-year-old me would never see coming. All righty, guys. Um, anything else before we uh, jump off the air here? <laughs> All my social medias are at BetUIDid. That's B-E-T-Y-O-U-I-D-I-D. Uh, my other new big page is the Joey Diaz page, the Uncle Joey's Joint page, which um, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a real thing, but it turns into a real thing now. Uncle Joey's Joint is Joey Diaz's new podcast, and um, – He's committing to it, so here we are. Um, thanks for having me on, as usual. I mean, fucking miss you guys. I love doing the show. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you got got before we run off here, real fast? Nope. Gaveling. No comment. <laughs> guys, thank you so much. Um, we've actually been seeing a, a rise in listenership on our audio podcast. Go to Rat Salad Review on iTunes and Spotify and find our shows and listen to them. Also check us out on overcast and breaker. We're also on there as well. Check out beyond Bushido. Oh, good God. He's got shoes. His low shoes going down, but he saw a tiger. Anyway, <laughs> my dog's wanting to get out of here. We're needing to get out of here. Uh, we're going to leave you with another wonderful four, four, two tunes, football flashbacks of the hand of God with Diego Maradona. Have a wonderful night, guys. See ya. 442's Football Flashbacks. The Hand of God. during the game? Probably not. Check out the Zidane Headbutt Football Flashback and let me know which flashback you want to see next. Thanks for watching.